Like the show? Want to listen to episodes early? Consider becoming a patron. Starting at the $3 a month level, patrons get access to a custom patron-only feed where we put out episodes of Upstairs Studio podcasts like the Child Care Bar and Grill, Miss Becky's Classroom, That Early Childhood Nerd, the Renegade Rules podcast, and others early. That feed is just for patrons. You could be one of them. Go to patreon.com slash playvolutionhq or click the link in the show description to learn more. You're listening to Miss Becky's Classroom. Last time on Miss Becky's Classroom. Well, that's the thing. Becky doesn't want to blow up everybody because half of the town is down there. So what's Becky do? Becky looks at Cupcake and says, can you help me, gentle friend? (laughs) And power... (laughs) Magical powers shoot out of Cupcake's horn once again. <laughs> what kind of magical powers? It's a force field. It's a shield. Oh. It's a oh. shield from Cupcake's love. And love shield. It's a love shield. It's a pink love shield. And it um it uh wraps around each of the monsters that are actually townsfolk. And they begin floating up in the air and Becky then quickly yells knock knock assholes Becky's home <laughs> and she takes the explosive device and throws it into the cavern and it goes up in flames now let's pick up our story that's <laughs> Put your tongue in your mouth so I can. Are you being one of the wolves? No, I'm being a puppy. Oh, a puppy. Okay, well, you're going to be a Chloe, so settle down. Okay, so where we pick up the story, we are we are looking down on a a space that is is pretty much nothing but space. It's just bright, right, bright white radiating from all directions, and we zoom in. And on the surface of this room, there are 492 Chloe's. Including me? Including you. They're all, they all look identical. They're all wearing the exact same beautiful white dress. And they're just kind of milling about in this white void, looking at each other and, and talking. And, and they don't know what's going on because they were just zapped here from, from all over the place. And they've never all been together before. And then they look up in the air above them, and hovering above them is a gold-colored creature. It has kind of a metal robot it's a body. Raccoonicorn. It is not a raccoonicorn. It has kind of a. It's a tentacle monster. It it's has not cupcakes because cupcakes them. Yeah. Um, Listen. They might already be saved. This golden monster has kind of a golden metal body. And it has a, a, a 
kind of like a beach ball sized metal uh, a beach ball sized glass orb floating above the metal body that has a head in it and instead of arms it has three long furry tentacles kind of like octopus arms except they've got fur on them super super scary i'm and, scared of the nightmares i need up the soul and this creature looks at all these little Chloe's down there and says, which one is your leader? And all the Chloe's look around for a little minute and then they point to one-armed Chloe who's standing in the middle of the group. They all look at her and point. And she says, she says, what does she say to that creature? Fear me. <laughs> And the, the creature says, well, I don't think I need to fear you. I want to help you. What's your name? Uh, One-armed Chloe. One-armed Chloe, come here. And he waves his tentacle, and one-armed Chloe floats up into the air. And she kind of looks around because she's floating and doesn't know what's going on. And then the two of them float higher and higher and higher and higher. And he says, don't be scared. It's okay. I have to ask you some questions. Is that okay? Uh -huh. He says, if you could have anything you wanted in the world and live any place you wanted and do anything you wanted, what would you want? To be back with my group. To be back with your group. And what would you do with your group? Mm, do whatever they're doing. Ah, you want to be with your people and live your life with them. Uh -huh. That sounds delightful. And what about all of your sisters down there? What do you think they would like? I think they would also like to be back with our group. Ah, I see. And what are your favorite foods? And what are your favorite games to play? Our favorite Food is sugar and pizza, and our favorite game is tic-tac-toe. And so he says, well, one-armed Chloe, we can't at the moment send you back to your people. But while you are with us, we want you to be as comfortable and as happy as possible. So for you and your friends, we've created this. And you kind of spin around a couple times. And then you're in this beautiful room. It looks like a giant indoor playground. And there's just swings and ladders and trampolines and, and all kinds of stuff to climb on. And in the middle, there are some tables. There are enough tables for 492 Chloe's. And they are all covered with boxes. On top of the boxes, they say sugar pizza. And you go over and you open one up and it was a, it's a delicious looking sugar pizza. And you are so excited. You grab a slice and you take a bite of it. What do you say? Yum. And then you look over on the other side of the room and there is a, a board where you can play tic-tac-toe with robots. There are a bunch of X-shaped robots and O-shaped robots and you can command them and they move around to play tic-tac-toe. And well, the, uh, 
Will the other clubbies play tic-tac-toe with me? Well, they haven't come into the room yet. The, the creature says, one-armed Chloe, will this satisfy you and your sisters until we can bring you to your people? I think so. And he says, go over there and open that door and invite them in. One-armed Chloe's coming! And and so, and, yeah, it echoes. It's a big room. And so all the Chloe's come running in, and they all start climbing and jumping and playing tic-tac-toe with the robots and eating sugar pizza, and it's delightful. And you play and you play and you play until you get tired. And then the, the creature says, Chloe, where would you like to sleep tonight? Um, Any place you can imagine. With my group. <laughs> but remember three hours okay. ago? Can't. Okay, then um, I would like to sleep in a princess bed with, with a beautiful, a warm place with covers, with beautiful warm colors, covers and a princess bed and a beautiful warm princess bed. And then the golden creature, he waves one of his tentacles, and on a far wall, 492 doors appear. And then you walk over and you open one, and it's this beautiful room with a princess bed and lots of snuggly covers and stuffed animals and, and a, a water fountain right there by the bed so you don't have to call one of the creatures in for a drink of water at night. And you walk in and, and, and you, you, you crawl up. And as you're crawling into the bed, your, your white dress turns into a nightgown. And then you snuggle up and you start thinking about music and your favorite kind of music starts playing. And then, and then after a couple hours of singing and dancing on the bed, you and your 491 sisters fall asleep. And now we're going to leave that land. Thank you for your help, Juliet. Say bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Sweet dreams. Uh, people, stay tuned. Juliet's going to decide she needs her own podcast. <laughs> Thanks, Juliet. And uh, as we leave that land, this golden creature hovers and finds his companion that was with him uh, uh, previously in, in, that, uh, in that cavern. And he says, I, I feel so sorry for them. I hope, I hope we can make them comfortable. It's, it's a shame what's happened to them. And, and I mean, for the time they have left, hopefully we can make them comfortable and help them. The time then, they have left? Oh. And then we zoom away from there. And now we're going back to, uh, back to that cavern. As we left there last time, there had been a big explosion. All the citizens had been hovered to safety by Amanda in her tentacle form using some powers she didn't really know she had. Um, there's, there, I mean, there's a big mess. Everybody's kind of sprayed in blood, and it's kind of a mess, and everybody's kind of kind of milling around but 
Amanda, Claire, and Becky get together and and they decide they need to need to get everybody back to to the saloon and and reconnoiter and and so they start heading that direction. Um, Becky is with Brett and in her mind she hears Amanda say Chet is with me and so (laughs) Becky gets this grin on her face and she takes Brett and they start heading towards she just knows I mean um, Amanda was in her head and now she just knows which way to go and so they wind their way through a couple tunnels and then Becky and Brett walk into this cavern and down at the end is Chet sitting there in tentacle monster form. And so what's that look like, Becky? Well, Brett is overjoyed. He, he runs to Chet and throws his arms around him in the best way you can when your significant other is a tentacle monster. And they embrace. Oh, man. They embrace. It is, it is beautiful. And uh, Becky realizes she hasn't really seen Amanda yet. Has yeah. She? I don't no, think she has. No, not since she tr- turned. And so as, uh, as the two of them, arms and tentacles wrapped around <laughs> each other in a, in a, lovely, a loving man embrace, uh, we kind of, the camera pans to the left and over in the shadows is another tentacle creature. And, and it kind of moves into the torchlight, and Becky sees that the, in that in that orb is Amanda's head floating, and uh, and and there you, there the two of you are. I don't Holy want, shit! I don't want a bad you to, day, girl. I don't want you to see me like this, Becky. <laughs> oh come I'm, on, you look. I'm fine. not the same. <laughs> yeah, you just you just look like. You, you just look like an octopus, but, you know, I mean, it's no big deal. I'm not going to fit into my Ford Fiesta. Oh. What are my parents going to say when they see me? We'll we get you something about this. We'll get you a minivan. It's okay. We'll get I you a minivan. A minivan? I, well. Becky, you see how Claire looks in her minivan? Claire's a mad lady. Claire's an old lady. It will be like an ironic, cool hipster thing when you when you drive the minivan. I don't know if I can do this without you, Becky. I'm here. I'm here for you, babe. It's gonna be okay. It's gonna be Xanax. When's the last time you've had a Xanax? It's been a while. I lost my apron. Shit. And so Becky mentions to Amanda that uh, she she saw the bottle of Xanax. She should have she should have brought it with her, but she was in the middle of saving everybody. It was in the wagon where you'd been taken, and so Amanda says that she's going to head that way and look for her Xanax bottle. And and Becky sits watching Chet and Brett for a while because I mean. Becky's weird that way, I guess. Her raccoonicorn comes and perches on her shoulder, and uh, and we're gonna we're gonna zoom away from there for a second to uh, to Claire, who is just kind of sitting crying because I mean, if if uh, well, because Becky shot her former lovey, lover Colette, and uh, and so. Claire decides she's going to go back to the cabin and collect some Colette. Uh, 
uh, to hopefully be able to, to, to clone her. And as she's heading out the cavern entrance, uh, Sidetrack shows up and he says, Claire, we, we need to talk. Okay. And Continue. He, he unrolls, he unfurls this, uh, this poster-sized sheet of paper. And you see immediately uh, in the center of, the, uh, of this poster is, is a kind of a caricature of Claire looking just devious and evil. And this poster says, wanted, dead or alive, crazy Claire for interdimensional crimes against scientific ethics and sentient life. Reward, peace of mind. <laughs> and uh, and Sidetrack explains that he found this, hundreds of them, in, in the offices, these creatures that had set up. And, and he wants to know what she knows about this. How long have you known about this? I, I just found the posters when I was looking for, I was looking for some doodads. I figured we might as well see if they have any technology we could use. And I found these. What's this all about? Well, many years ago, I had come across the tentacle monsters and some research I had done. <laughs> Bless you. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me, this dust in this tunnel has uh, caused me some problems. <laughs> yes, and, and I was working as a lab assistant with the tentacle monsters for a wee bit of time because they saw I had potential. They just kept giving me menial jobs to do, and I just didn't like it. It wasn't for me. I wanted more. So I stole some of their technology. And... I became a little crazed with the obsession of cloning. Started off small, creature here, get a little bigger creature. Then I decided to do humans, but I couldn't do it here on my own world. So I had to go to another world and hide out and do it. Well, Sidetrack says, you really fucked things up. <laughs> Uh, these, these creatures, these tentacle monsters, as you call them, yes, they, they, it's well documented, documented in their computer systems. They've been searching inter interstellar space and, uh, interdimensional, uh, space for, for decades trying to track down your creations because it looks like the little bit of technology you uh, stole might have made you the smartest person on the planet earth but you don't know shit about shit when it comes to cloning and they've been trying to collect and rescue the chloe's for as long as you've been making them they are out to get you 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 need to stay away from them but also you need to try to redeem yourself. And so I'm going to give you this. And Sidetrack hands her a Hello Kitty keychain zip drive. And he says, this is a download of all of the records, all of the science these creatures have 
on their on their on their computers here. It's 1,000 petabytes of data, uh, STEM STEM information and research and studies. So hopefully you can do your reading and do your homework and go back to Earth or wherever it is you're going to go and do right with the technology because you've made a big mess of things. And maybe when they track you down, and they will track you down, maybe if you spend some time doing good, they will, I don't know, take pity on you and not incinerate you on site. And he hands her the, he hands her the, the Hello Kitty keychain zip drive and shakes her hand and, and, and tells her that she should go collect the sample of her friend if she wants to. Does Claire have anything to say to him? Well, Claire's a little verklempt over the whole Colette thing, and then Brett was comforting her, and then Brett got reunited with Chet, and so it made her feel worse, and then to hear that her past has caught up to her more. She thought she'd never hear crazy Claire again, and now she has. (laughs) She just hopes Amanda and Becky never find out about that. Who knows what, how they'll deal with that or what they'll use that information for. They're a little off balance at times. So, go ahead. Well, Claire just nods and decides not to say anything and just keeps walking out <clears throat> of the cavern and heads towards her home, her cabin she had with Colette to gather mementos and DNA samples and, so and then leave, head to the saloon we, eventually. We leave, we leave her walking off into the dark. By this time, Amanda has made it to the covered wagon where she was de- basically decapitated and turned into a tentacle monster. And so, so she comes walking up and she looks in the back of this wagon and there's like her headless body. What's, what's that like, Amanda? Uh, I said that a little bit too joyfully, I think. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't realize her body was still in the wagon. I I think I would have noticed that. (laughs) Uh, Becky Becky was too busy... Too busy being worried about me to uh, to see my body. I think... And the blood. The blood might have covered it. Um, (laughs) You know, I'm I'm a little... uh, I'm a little sad you know like there's the loss like you i just lost like your body 80 percent of my body so uh you know i'm get i'm 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 coming to terms with being this tentacle monster i am realizing all the possibilities that these tentacles hold within themselves um i am kind of upset that i drugged or killed or whatever i did to that that one girl, because she probably would have cleaned up the wagon. Uh, so, yeah, I think you, I mean, she was under a covered wagon last time we saw her. Uh, so I, I'm still having trouble with my with my tentacles in the fine motor sense. Uh-huh. Um, so it it takes a bit of time for me to to find my uh, my apron. 
Yeah, you get your apron, and it, it's it's kind of weird. It's it's a lot easier to reach behind your back and tie it with tentacles. Yeah, you notice yeah. that even without the fine motor skills, in in the corner of the wagon, kind of where it, t it tilts down a little bit because it's parked against the uh, the curb in front of the saloon. <laughs> it's the curb for the wooden sidewalk. Um, that, that, you know, it's it's sloped for it's got a drainage. little divot there yeah, for the little, drainage. Yeah, yeah. There. So it's sloped down in in a drying pool of blood. You see a medication bottle. This is just amazing. Uh, I grab that bottle and I hold on to it because I can't open it yet. <laughs> but I'm going to find Becky and she's going to help me out. <laughs> and so as you're there, Sidetrack walks up and he says, uh, hey, Amanda. What the fuck, Sidetrack? Where have you been? Um... Well, I did build the explosive device that uh, killed all the creatures that we didn't want to save. So, I, I, I mean, I've been helping out a little bit. I, uh, what? Did you? Okay. I don't even know what's going on here. All I know is I was getting everybody out of there and safe. And then you come in guns blazing and blow the place up. Well, Becky came in guns blazing and blew the place up. I was cowering. I'm, I'm, I'm good at some technology. I'm good at some strategizing. You would have done I'm it not, without you, Sidetrack. How are I'm you not, gonna... I'm, not, I'm not brave. No, you're not. But though I'm loath to say this, Sidetrack, you're smart. What's well, the plan? Well, well, thank you, Amanda. And you're, you're a caring soul. And I have something for you what he hands her a pizza box what is this where uh, what am i supposed to do with the pizza box i tried well this just looks like a pizza box this this is a form of travel uh throw it on the ground okay and does she do that? Yeah, I threw it on the ground. And so she throws it on the ground, and as it hits the ground, now, now, now think about going someplace. What the fuck's going to happen, Sidetrack? Well, if you think about going someplace, the device is going to activate. Okay. And so she thinks about going someplace, and he explains that this thing is, is, is kind of uh, wired. It's programmed to her brainwaves. And so when she thinks about travel, this pizza box folds open and then folds open again. And so it ends up this rectangle of what looks like cardboard. Uh, it, it's, it's like nine squares instead of one square of the pizza box size. So, you know, big enough for five or six people to stand on it. And, and then he says, clap your hands. I mean, tentacles. Oh, God. <laughs> and so she does that. And, and this kind of holographic control panel shows up. And, and he, he explains that, that after she reads, she needs to read the directions. But after she reads the directions, this device will take her any place she can imagine. And not only any place she can ma imagine, but any time in the history of the place she can imagine. So any timeline that has ever existed, any timeline that can be imagined, she can go there with this device. But he stresses she needs to read the instructions. And he says, Let, you, you, do you want to take it for a test drive? 
I mean, we'll just go to the no. saloon. We'll, we'll just go to the saloon. That's where everybody's meeting up. Okay, fine. Whatever. And so, oh. and so the two of you, the two of you step onto it and this blue green light radiates up around it to form this orb and and he dials some some holographic dials and flips some switches and he says says push the green button i reach out with my tentacle and press the green button and boom you're in the back room of the saloon and you step off the platform as soon as you're off it folds up into a pizza box again and he says um I've got to go. Where are you going? I, I've, 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 I've got some business to take care of. I have questions, sidetrack. And he's gone. Boy, fuck. And, and now. Sidetrack. Before, before we end this episode, we go back to that white room with all those Chloe's and those two golden creatures. And, and one of the golden creatures says to the other, um, we're we're burning a lot of power keeping all these holograms up and running. Uh, while they're sleeping, do you think it'd be okay to turn to turn the holograms off to conserve some some energy? And the other guy says, "Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah." And so the first one reaches out with its tentacles and flips some switches and pulls some levers and. And powers down the holograms because all, all 492 of those Chloe's had basically been holographic images over their real selves. And as the holographs click off, anybody who was in those 492 rooms where those little girls were sleeping sees that they weren't, in fact, identical little girls. They were misshapen, misformed creations from all the mistakes Claire made in her experiments. I mean, some Jesus. <laughs> some were just some were just looked like I mean, they had maybe an eye was a little bit lower on one side than the other. Some had faces that looked melted. Some were were weren't much more than than puddles of of goo with with recognizable human organs in them. And this creature, because they've got monitors, they're monitoring all these rooms, says, uh, of all of them, the only one that looks halfway passable is the one-armed one. <laughs> and he says, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that one might have some life left in her, but the rest of these aren't going to last for very long. We'll keep them comfortable as long as we can. That's the best we can do, but we've got to find Crazy Claire. <laughs> And that's where we're going to end this episode. Fuck. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> oh, did, God. did you see that shit coming? No. No. Oh. Holy. Oh, jeez. Oh. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, share the show. Unless you're, you know, too embarrassed, which we totally understand. Hey, you can also head over to playvolutionhq.com slash podcasts slash Becky and engage with us. Back soon with another episode. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.